Welcome to our regular episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian philosopher and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Here we are now at episode number 54. And while we have spoken of the conditions formulas here and there throughout this podcast series and gone over a couple of them in detail, we haven't covered all the different conditions and how to handle them. So we're going to have to fix that because all too commonly they are misapplied and thus we observe contraction and even disaster on the part of the members in their application of said formulas. Gosh, I think that was the longest sentence I ever uttered. So let's talk about how to handle the condition of emergency. First, let's review what a condition is. Mr. Hubbard defines it as follows. A condition is an operating state. Organizationally, it's an operating state, and oddly enough, in uh, the physical universe, there are several formulas connected with these states. There are apparently certain formulas which have to be followed in this universe or you go appetite over tin cup. If you want to figure out what appetite over tin cup means, that would be like head over heels. All right. So let's take a look at this. Everything we observe in the physical universe around us is in a condition or state. All right. You buy a brand new car. It's in one state. It's in a it's brand new. Within a few months, for some people, even sooner than that, it is in a different state. We are not calling it new anymore. We are calling it used. Why? Because it's no longer in its new operating state. It's in a different state or condition. Not taken care of properly, it can deteriorate to uh, an unreliable state, you could call it, or even a busted or inoperational or even a totaled state or condition. We're just grabbing at random terms here to describe different conditions in the physical universe of your automobile, right? These aren't official st statements of, a, of an operating uh, condition, but I'm just using these to, to make a point. Now, as we witness the deterioration, we are witnessing a decrease in something called survival, which is a very important term in all this. The conditions are intimate to survival. Mr. Hubbard defines survive as, quote, the dynamic principle of existence is survive. At the opposite end of the spectrum of existence is succumb. Okay, so things are either surviving or they're succumbing, but the thing that is motivating life is the effort to survive. All life shares this as a common denominator. It's the dynamic principle of existence. It is the principle... When we say dynamic, obviously we mean motion. We mean what motivates or gets beings or life to grow, gets bees to uh, seek pollen or humans to seek significant others and great children and so forth and so on. These are all efforts to survive. And Mr. Hubbard defines succumb as succumbing is the ultimate penalty of non-survival activity. This is pain. Failures bring pain and death. 
Okay, so you've got its dichotomy here. Survival and succumb are a dichotomy. They are two ends of a spectrum, and, and the goal of all life is to survive as optimally as possible. So you have gradients in between total death, total survival. You do something that makes you feel good, and that is generally survival. It's particularly if it helps others, such as family and group and so on. That would be a survival action. You could also call it a rational action. You could also call it an ethical action. Okay, and the things which cause decay or demise or pain, you know, a betrayal of a spouse, for instance, creates pain to that uh, effort to survive as a family. And it also generally creates pain for all the individuals involved, you know, both spouses and uh, children if they're involved. So then you would say that is in the direction of succumb because that all those various aspects of life are being influenced by this and in a manner that deteriorates those involved, okay? They are in a succumb, more painful situation. And you could say that's not necessarily most of the time. It doesn't seem very rational. It's very irrational. And very often there's an unethical aspect to all that. So you're looking at survive. You're looking at rationality, you're looking at ethics, you're looking at succumb, you're looking at the opposite. Now back to our car, most of us, when being fairly sane and rational, would like to keep our car as new as possible. In other words, in the highest condition or operating state possible. Well, to attain that state, we have to take certain steps to maintain it. There's regular maintenance, there's inspections, oil changes, tune-ups, etc. And we follow a certain, quote, formula or series of steps. That's a fast definition for the word formula series of steps to do that, to keep the car in the optimum operating state or condition. And when we neglect those steps, the condition will, the condition of the automobile will deteriorate. So now we are in a different condition. The car is now less operational. It is surviving less, and that has an impact on you and your personal survival. You know, you don't feel as confident driving it. You don't, uh, it doesn't maintain the same status for you because it's a, now a piece of junk, okay? So now not having done the earlier routines and having neglected them, you have to take different steps to get the car back up into its higher condition. In other words, now you have to do something different. You just can't count on your earlier routine that you were doing when you were maintaining it as new. You may have to repair some things first, for example. In other words, you're going to follow a different set of steps, or in other words, a different formula. You get it? Okay, so Mr. Hubbard researched and discovered what these different conditions are in the physical universe and the exact steps that have to be taken to go from the very lowest operating state or condition, which, is, which he called confusion, up to its very highest condition, which he called power. And there are 12 conditions altogether in a gradient from confusion to power. And these apply whether we're talking about cars, families, companies, your own physical condition, or even your own mental condition for that matter. You could say your car is in emergency, or your car is in confusion, or your family's in confusion, or your family's in power. These conditions describe operating states of any aspect in the physical universe, okay? And the formula or steps to be taken to go from one condition to the next are the same, okay? 
And so you can climb all the way to power in any one of these areas by, uh, of course, first of all, correctly determining the condition you are in uh, or that it is in, and then doing the exact steps from Mr. Hubbard thoroughly and completely to complete the formula to go into the next condition. Pretty easy, right? Okay. No, it is. It's, it's, it's pretty much that simple. I, I'm not kidding about that. But it takes a little practice, and of course, it takes a little study so that you can fully identify, accurately identify conditions and know your for formulas and how to apply the steps. So today we're going to talk about the condition called emergency, which is um, a condition right below the condition of normal. Normal is a fairly comfortable condition. Things are generally surviving better and uh, things are coming along well. You could say, you know, well, the company's in normal. Things are improving gradually, gradiently. Statistics are going up generally. We're making better profits, more income. It's not, we're not in affluence. When We did talk about affluence earlier. We haven't really talked about the normal formula, but we're not in affluence. We don't have a, you know, a screaming uh, inflow or sharp increase, major increase of any particular statistic, but things are going along better. Okay, that would be called normal. Now, when you start sliding out of normal, the first condition below normal Mr. Hubbard calls the emergency condition. Well, let's go over that formula because it's in emergency where things start to deteriorate. So uh, needless to say, it's a pretty important formula. They all are, but uh, emergency is where you start the slippery slope downward, okay? The next condition below emergency is danger, and I think I've done at least two episodes on danger. So if you want to know more about the one below uh, emergency, the condition, it's called danger. And we've done two earlier episodes on that. You can look that up in the archives. But back to emergency. So Mr. Harper says one applies the condition of emergency when uh, one, statistics of an org, short for organization, one, statistics of an org, department, or portion of an org or a person are seen to be declining. That's one reason you would apply emergency. Things are starting to decline. Two, unchanging statistics of an org or a portion of an org or a or a person. So you've got an unchanging scene. It stayed level too long. Uh, that's for an organization. You can use statistics to measure any dynamic, really, uh, any part of your life. You know, if you're trying to get your body in shape, you might be using the scale in the bathroom. You know, okay, we, we're we targeting to be at 180 pounds, and uh, we're at 190, and we've been going down nicely in a normal. We went from 195 to 194 to 193, and then we, we get to 190, and we stay at 190 for a long time. That would be an emergency formula. You would need to switch what you're doing there, okay? Whatever you were doing that was considered normal has either been changed or altered in some way that you better apply the emergency formula to that, or if you start going up again, 191, 192. So that's for a body, okay? But we're talking about an organization, so you might often be looking at a statistic like income, or value of services delivered. So that's how you would recognize it. It's either starting to decline or it's staying unchanged over a long period of time. That's called an emergency condition. Okay, so now let's look at the formula, the steps. I'm gonna pull these steps from an article written by Mr. Hubbard, written on the 23rd of September, 1967. And we're going to go over the step-by-step. Step. They're pretty simple steps, but there are interesting ways that they get misapplied. And we're going to talk about some of those. So step one of the emergency formula is, number one, promote. I'm quoting Mr. Hubbard now. 
And then he goes on to say, that applies to an organization, to an individual, you had better say produce. That's the first action, regardless of any other action, regardless of anything else, why that is the first thing you have to put their attention on. The first broad, big action which you take is promote. Exactly what is promotion? Well, look it up in the dictionary. It is making things known. It is getting things out. It is getting oneself known, getting one's products out. Now, Ron Hubbard. Okay, so step one, there's five steps. Step one is promote, or uh, if it's an employee that stats are starting to go down, you say, well, buddy, you better start producing. Things are starting to decline. The first thing I want you to do is produce. But with an organization, you'd say promote. Now, most of my members know this. They start sliding on their statistics. Most are smart enough to do this formula. They recognize, oh my goodness, I'm, I'm an emergency. I better promote. As scary as it sounds sometimes, because sometimes you're taking your last dollar or you even go into uh, a debt situation to promote. You know, you have people promoting for you uh, on the come. You know, you say, I'll pay you later, you know, get out my mailings or get out my, you know, create my website or whatever it is that you're doing. You better promote. And it is a little counterintuitive because in most businesses that are not familiar with the Hubbard management system, the moment things start to contract, they stop promoting. If you don't believe it, you can look it up. And uh, commonly in business magazines, it's discussed. The first thing that gets cut out of their budgets in case of organizations that are going into a hard time or a recession or a depression, marketing, promotion, they stop advertising. And uh, that's a good thing for you because that's less noise out there in the uh, in the space, you start communicating. And that's why many of the members right now, during the current um, economic hardships, uh, many of the WISE membership are reporting to me incredible expansion because they're promoting when everybody else is silent. That is your first step, promotion, okay? Now, if I did a survey of my members, uh, let's say I have 40 or 50 in a room, we're doing a seminar, and I ask them, okay, Give me the first step for the emergency formula. Pretty much everyone in that room is going to tell me, promote. Okay. Then, and I've done this test, ask. All right, good. So what's the second step of the formula? And uh, wow, you would be amazed at the number of blank faces uh, that I stare at from the front of the room. And I get all these kind of random answers and uh, almost never do I get without any lag whatsoever, someone pipe up and give me step two. And step two is change your operating basis. Now, I find this very interesting. I call it the one-step emergency formula, which is what my members seem to know very well. I probably shouldn't call it that because it's it's not accurate. There's no such thing as a one-step emergency formula. I just made it up to make a point. There are five steps to emergency. And if you want to get out of emergency, you got to do all steps. And you got to do them in the right sequence. So step two is change your operating basis. Then he goes on, Mr. Hubbard goes on to say, if, for instance, you went into a condition of emergency and then you didn't change after you had promoted, you didn't make any changes in your operation, well, you just head for another condition of emergency. So that has to be part of it. You had better change your operating basis. You had better do something to change the operating basis because that operating basis led you into an emergency. So you sure better change it. Now run Hubbard. That's step two. 
Yeah, you got to change your operating basis, buddy. Like, you know, if you just keep doing the same thing, I think probably emergency is the most loved condition by the WISE membership because everybody likes to go back into it. I'm being very, very sarcastic, obviously, but it is kind of true because the thing that happens is when you start promoting what happens to your statistics, they go up. They're going to go up and they're going to go up fast. Sometimes I've had guys send out mailings. You know, this is hard copy mailings now. They hit the mailbox. They haven't arrived with anybody yet. And all of a sudden their phone is ringing. Uh, there's a lot of science behind that, I'm, 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 but I am making the point, and most of you have had this experience, when you start to outflow, you will inflow, okay? Almost immediately, even if it's not from the source, uh, even if the source of the inflow is not directly from whatever you're outflowing, just the fact that you're outflowing is going to change your inflow, okay? So that's an easy step to figure out. That's an easy one to execute. Let's promote. But you better change your operating basis, because otherwise, you're just gonna you're just gonna have this cycle of booms and depressions. You outflow when you're when things get rough, and then you stop doing your formula because you're all busy doing your stuff. And next thing you know, you're in emergency again. So you're the, the problem here is that the the emergency formula is not being completed. You've got to change something. You know the definition of insanity: doing the same thing over and over, hoping for a different result. That's kind of what you're doing when you don't change your operating basis. Now. Very relevant. The change of operating basis has to be sequitur to the circumstances that led to the emergency. Because he says here, if, for instance, you went into a condition of emergency and then you didn't change after you had promoted, you didn't make any changes in your operation, well, you just head for another condition of emergency. So the change, you can say, well, I'm going to change my operating basis. I'm going to become a vegetarian. Well, that if that isn't what caused your emergency or your decline, changing that ain't going to make any difference. The change of operating basis, number one, has to be sequitur to what caused the decline, uh, clearly. So it, get, it takes a little thought. What are we going to do? Very often, for instance, the change of operating basis might be something like this. We only promote when we're desperate. Okay, why don't we change our operating basis and install a department in the organization on our organizing board that is continually promoting no matter what happens, no matter how busy we get, we're always going to promote. That would be a change of operating basis if the issue was that you had ceased to promote. This would be a change of operating basis that would now enable you to not only allow you to come out of the emergency condition, but let you stay out of it and go up into higher conditions. Okay? So step two, don't ever neglect it. Change your operating basis. Okay. Number three, economize. That's from Mr. Hubbard. Number, step number three is economize. Now, why does he say step three is economize? Because you probably better economize. Because if you're in an emergency, your finances are probably not the greatest. And so you're probably spending money you don't even have to promote. Uh, you may already be losing money every week. So that's got to fit into the formula somewhere. But don't make it step one. It's step three. And this is the mistake that commonly gets made. The member economizes first. This is what is typically happening out there in the business world. They economize first, they cut back on their promotion, and then they contract, they decline. So that's step three. The biggest mistake on this is the members making it step one. So mistake number one is that they don't promote at all. Number two, then they don't change their operating basis. They don't remember the rest of the formula. And the other mistake is they move economize up in steps and making step one instead of step three. Okay. Step four is 
then prepare to deliver. Now, this is another step that sometimes gets put in the wrong place because they go, well, you know, in order to solve our problems, we need to change our delivery lines. You know, obviously we have a problem there. You may very well have a problem there. Maybe you lost a technician, so you only have half the technicians you had before, so the stats decline, so you say, okay, good. Let's run around and find some technicians. You know, let's start promoting and hiring, and nope, 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 nope. That's step four. You promote first. You get, are you crazy? I'm going to promote and I only have half the technicians? Yep, that's what you're going to do. You're going to start worrying about the other technicians at step four when you have to prepare to deliver. Don't do these out of sequence. Because if you do, if you don't promote first, by the time you finally find your technicians, your business will be cut in half, your income will be cut in half, and you may not even be able to hire that technician. Okay? So promote first. And step four is prepared to deliver after you've economized. Okay. All right. Then the final step. Step five. Part of the condition of emergency contains this little line. You have got to stiffen discipline or you've got to stiffen ethics. Very good odds that part of what led to the condition of emergency was a little bit of slackness. Okay. We're not talking about a big heavy ethics thing. But remember, at the beginning of this episode, we talked about the relationship between the conditions formulas and survival and survival and rationality and rationality and ethics. So there has to be this ethics tension line here because very good odds that things have gotten a little bit slack. So you got to stiffen up your discipline. Uh, otherwise, this formula will not work necessarily. You get all the way through step four, but you don't do that final step and making sure everybody tightens up. Okay. Nobody's late during an emergency formula. You don't violate the dress code during the emergency formula. You don't get sloppy on your uh, study or your training for your posts or your jobs. Everything's got to be pretty tight. It's got to be a pretty tight ship uh, if you want to get out of your emergency formula in a hurry there. All right. So that would be the final step. Uh, those are the five steps of emergency. Hopefully, we, you know, in the course of this episode, you spotted a couple of things that you can improve. I know this is a formula that is commonly applied by the members, but not necessarily completed. And this is why you don't really, this is one of the stops to you achieving affluence and power is not failing to complete the emergency formula that goes for any condition formula. But in particular, I observe it in the emergency formula. It does not get completed commonly because your stats are going to start reverting and they're going to go up right after the first step. So with that, the rest goes in the wastebasket. And, uh, and so you go drop right back to emergency or even danger, uh, because of failure to complete that formula. All right. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thought it was time we start taking up these conditions. I'm going to probably over the next few weeks, uh, wrap them all up so that we have them set up for you to review and study. Of course, study these on your own. Uh, the formulas, there's an abundance of data on them. Uh, and the Harvard College reference set, if you don't have that, you should avail yourself of the set. That contains most of what you need to know in the Harvard Management System. If you want to get a set of the Harvard College reference set, uh, contact me at info at wiseeastus.org. All the conditions and their formulas are in there. Plus, pretty much uh, a whole lot of what we've covered in these uh, episodes of Business Wise are in the Hubbard College of Administration reference set in a secular version so that you can show them to your staff and employees. Uh, it's uh, not 
religious material. It is secular. Harvard College is a recognized uh, institution of higher learning in the state of California. So it's a great idea to get a set of those if you don't have one. And um, there you go. So write me at info at yz2s.org. Also write us if you have any questions or maybe you want to hear some different subjects. And we love hearing your wins. So, and we get a lot of them, but we like hearing more. We're greedy that way. So please write us info at yz2s.org and we'll talk to you next week.